0: Welcome to Real Conversations with Daryl Smith. Our voices, our views, our generation. Let's conversate. Welcome again. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is our part two of our episode, or second episode, with uh, Tim Rogers again, running for Congressional uh, District four seat against Gwenmore, Wisconsin. So let's continue what you were talking about, school choice. You were saying about parents have a right to send their kids to school, or if a school's not working for public schools, now, obviously, I'm a product of public schools. You know, I went to high school out of Homestead in Mequon. But before I went to Homestead in Mequon, I graduated 97. I went to MPS for my first eight years of school from kindergarten to eighth grade. and All the people that graduated from MPS and my dad, other people graduated from MPS. What would you say to the people that, that say that school choice and charter schools siphons money from public schools and actually hurts public schools? What would you say to the people who bring that point up about that?
1: I want to say this education was founding from the beginning in this country, you had a one-room schoolhouse. So everybody was different ages were in that one-room schoolhouse. So now to have a choice and getting your kid individual attention or whatever, we should have that choice. So it's just like public school, charter school, private school. Whatever works for the student, you should have a choice in getting your son or daughter the best education possible.
0: I guess you could go along along the lines also, parents send their kids also to, the, to private schools, and they actually pay for that. Education is going to be higher and higher as we go along with private schools. The amber goal If you pay for education that you think your kids, if they take it seriously, which hopefully they will because their parents paying for it, that they're going to make sure that they give the best opportunity to prepare themselves for the next level, i.e. college or beyond high school or beyond post-secondary education.
1: I oh. went to private school, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah, and it was a funded program.
0: Was that before you went to North Division?
1: Yeah, Okay. grade school. Okay. Grade school.
0: What school was that?
1: St. Benedict de Moor.
0: Where is that? Is that still around?
1: No, it changed to Urban Day School. Oh, that's right. And that's then right. from there, they I think they closed out.
0: What side of town was that on?
1: Downtown.
0: Oh, that's right, downtown.
1: Downtown, 9th and Michigan, 8th and Michigan. I know you you're obviously yeah. you're a Blue Double. And it Double. started on uh, 8th and uh, Wells. Oh, okay. By the courthouse, right oh, across yeah, from the courthouse. Right, yeah.
0: Well, then you went, to North, you, say you went to North Division, so you're a Blue Double, just
1: like Gwen Morris. Oh, of course. Yeah, I went to North Division. But before I went to North Division, I tried to get in any other school but North Division. And they told me, no, you have to go to the school. in You have to. So once I got to North Division, I found out they were trying to burn it down, close it down. And so I'm like, wow. Maybe I'm here for a reason.
0: You graduated in 78, right? 78. Was that right before they built the new North Division?
1: I was in the last graduating class of the old North Division. High yeah, because
0: the one I know, yeah. the one the one they have now is in different locations. Two of my best friends, they graduated from North Division the same year as Gwen Moore in 69. They went to the old North Division too.
1: Exactly. I was in the last graduating class.
0: Yeah, I saw pictures of the old North Division. It's definitely smaller than the one they have had Correct. since 79. North, Well, North Division... Good or bad, has had a reputation of a school. It's, well, obviously basketball teams were excellent. Them I and Lincoln were rivalry back back then, especially in the sixties and seventies right. and fifties.
1: right, Football yeah. team wasn't bad. Track was. Oh yeah track was, really good. Yeah, yeah, track was really good. Yeah, track was really good.
0: But They also have. A, they had a very good medicine program too. I don't came. I think after you left there. That came
1: after I left. Yeah, the dental school. Yeah, that dental was school supposed-
0: was top notch in the state. I think I don't know about now, but it was back then. Right. And that area has changed a lot too, obviously since you went to North Division. Oh yeah. From what it was now. That's one of the areas that, actually, I'm a little surprised. They've done some renovation around there, like Center Street. Mm -hmm. But you haven't seen a huge, how can I say it, influx of white people coming back to the area. Right. And that's kind of surprising because it's kind of like between the north side and you go up to the east. So you're kind of Mm -hmm. in between one side to the other. But they have done some by building some uh, newer um, condos and apartments over that way, too. So they are trying to bring that area back up, too.
1: That's true. They're working on it. Like you said, they have steady moving Black folks out.
0: Further out to the far northwest side.
1: Right, right, northwest side.
0: I live in Milwaukee. I live closer to Menominee Falls, but I'm in a subdivision. But a lot of people live out that way, Brown Deer Falls in that area. Then
1: a lot of people are leaving the city because of the taxes.
0: Yeah, tax tax rate is a lot cheaper when you go further out.
1: That's right. A lot better. Better homes. Yeah. yeah, Better uh, communities. And they study, we're studying failing in Milwaukee.
0: In the city. The downtown area is like picking up. Yeah, but that is also very expensive to live down there, too. Correct. Even by, like, in Brewers Hill. We're talking yeah. to my dad about this. That used to be mostly black area, but since the last 20 some 25 years, it's totally different. I was flipped. And mm-hmm. now that, to buy a condo apartment down there or buy anything like that, you're talking about at least 150000 20000 at the minimum to buy something. Our, most black people are not down there. Most people minority are not able to get in there because it's so expensive to rent or buy a place in that area.
1: And that's another thing, as a congressman, I would push for lower taxing in Milwaukee.
0: We need that. And giving a
1: person a chance to buy a $200,000 house within, build one within the city, giving them that loan. And let's make it happen.
0: Like you mentioned about job creation, I really believe that Milwaukee needs to increase or bring in even more bigger Fortune 500 companies to leave it the issue about the brain drain. I'm a college graduate, like a lot of people are, Mm -hmm. graduate from UWM back in three. But a lot of graduates move outside Milwaukee to the suburbs because yeah, Milwaukee does not have enough white-collar industries or high-paying oh. jobs. It all goes back to job. If you make more money, mm-hmm. you're able to afford more. Let's be honest.
1: Or, like I say, hire local to take care of the redevelopment of the city, and they will have jobs to afford housing. As long as they got to live somewhere, as long as you got a job to pay your bills, you should be qualified for that $200,000.
0: Or better. Right, whatever you desire. Yeah, and whatever you want to live in.
1: And raise your family.
0: It's a downtown mm-hmm. area. It's one thing about it, especially the east side in that downtown area, you got the water. Summertime, you got the uh, lake view. You're down, convenience to the highway. Milwaukee is yeah. the
1: best kept secret in the country.
0: I mean, I go, I'm it born is. and raised in Milwaukee, too. Milwaukee yeah. is an untapped city. It is. It's untapped for its fullest potential. Correct. I think a lot of it was holding the city back, to be honest. One big thing. It's hyper-segregation slash racism mm-hmm. is the thing that's holding back the city.
1: Racism from my own?
0: Within our own. You know, uh, that. And, I I I, and we I, and got I,
1: a lot of officials that look like you and I. Oh, yeah, And yeah. they just ain't, it, ain't producing.
0: I know people on both sides, too. They, and that's been a sentiment yeah. that people think that, I have to say, black elected officials at the state and the local level are not doing what they should be doing for their communities.
1: Especially when they get in office, correct?
0: Well, and that's another conversation, It's too, another but, conversation, another, but, but
1: yeah. it's all part of the same conversation. Of moving forward. If we keep electing the same, voting the same way, it all boils down to voting. If we keep voting the same way and not getting no results, when do we get results? When you change your vote.
0: That's very true. Now, but you said about, well, I mean by segregation, you have to admit that this city or the state, in terms of our dynamics of our neighborhoods, is still very segregated. Even though we're in 2020, if you go to, like, the south side of town, I ain't going to say predominantly Hispanic, but depending on what part of the south side you're going to be, Hispanic, Latino, and or white, if you go like to Cudahy, St. Francis, mm. South Milwaukee, it's, it's still changing, but it's still predominantly Caucasian. If you go to the far north side and north, far northwest side, it's more black. If you go to the only part of the city I think is fairly diverse the east side. That's probably one of the most diverse parts of the city.
1: Well, the whole city, it is diverse, and my neighborhood is diverse, and I live on the north side. And you got diversity in the city. It's just about the economic development. Who's holding it back? Who's holding us back? You know, officials. They're not giving licensing and not hiring within the, the district. Then those jobs go to people outside the district. They take the money, go back to their district,
0: and they flourish. It also goes back to business development. That's another thing, too, But entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs have to have an opportunity to grow and flourish.
1: Mm-hmm. If they're
0: not able to grow and flourish, they got to go to another community to be able to do what they want to do. Exactly. And that's another thing about it, but economic development. Small business is the backbone of this country. Exactly. And small business is being under attack right now. Exactly. hear all over the country is being under attack.
1: Right. Not being able to get licensing because of zoning. And, or loans. Yeah. Or loans. Once you yeah. get
0: loans, you get low-interest loans.
1: you You're not getting it. That's another topic that Congress <laughs> yeah. can deal with. It needs to be dealt with.
0: You are right about that. <laughs> I agree with that, but the small business need to be because without small business, this country would not be what it is. Correct. Big business is going to be fine. They're going to get the tax breaks. They're going to get all the Correct. things they have, but small business don't have the mom-and-pop shops, like you said, your dad had a grocery store. It was called okay. Soul Brothers back in it. Rogers and, and Rogers the, Soul Brothers. Rogers and Soul, Soul yeah. Brothers. He did very well, but then when they started doing revitalization, unfortunately, he had to move out because they were trying to take the area over.
1: That's right. Demolishing the housing industry right in the area and killing neighborhoods.
0: It's the same. I never really had a chance to go to Rogers Rogers. Uh, it really right was 20th and Fond du Lac. Yeah, I think when the time I was coming up in the 80s, I really didn't hear about it. So mm-hmm. I think you had said before by that time yeah I moved out of that area, right?
1: Right. We had yeah. moved to another area. Just like Sears. Oh, yeah. On 20th and Fond du Lac. That's right, that's right. You still see the building there. But
0: it's not there it's, anymore.
1: No, it's no Sears, but it's an eyesore. That's a development area. We should be able to develop that with, with housing, businesses, whatever. It's just sitting there.
0: It's funny you mentioned about Fonda because Fonda like is the area where they were going to build the highway system. What they did, they never did is they right. never connected all the way like they're supposed to do from all the way from the Fonda West Side to connect you all the way to go straight downtown the highway. Right before they start doing that back in it was in the sixties or seventies they started doing that. Right, was in the sixties or 70s? Uh,
1: late sixties?
0: Before yeah. they start doing that, how was that area of Fonda like? Was it really a thriving area?
1: Yeah, it was a thriving. Herb Cole had Cole's Food Store right up the street that's, from that's right. on Twenty sure Third in Fonda. He sure did. We had an AMP which is now like pick and save type of thing, right up the street. Nationals, Lena's, they sold us our first store on 20th, yeah. Okay. Then we had furniture stores, King's Furniture Stores, right where the savings loan place is. I didn't talk about right over there. Yeah, Goldfish, military store. We had shoe stores. We had lots of meat markets, fresh meat where you can get. Yeah, the city was throwing some taverns. That was the meeting places.
0: There's still some taverns over on Fond du Lac. There's still some. There's a few,
1: but they were flourishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Entertainment, theaters. You know, we had theaters you can go all day long, all up and down, all over the city, I should say. (laughs) Even downtown. We had places to go. Go Go-kart, Capitol Court,
0: Johnson Park. I I remember Capitol Court. Yeah.
1: And I don't find it like there was another theme park where kids can go and just bust loose.
0: And there was a theater, in Capitol Court Theater, up until 1990. So I grew up on 38th and Roosevelt. So me and my brother and my cousins were walking from 38th and Roosevelt, walked to Capitol Court, went to the movies a couple of times, and me and my family would go to see movies like when it came out, like back the big movies that came out. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. Magic Johnson was, a few years ago, was talking about putting a movie theater oh. in an area, but mm-hmm. it fell through, unfortunately. And I think that's one thing that's lacking is that there is no entertainment source for people to go to Correct. in the area because Midtown is an example of an area that should be thriving.
1: Northridge. Well, North, remember that. Well,
0: Northridge, that's another example <laughs> exactly. where people get pushed out to Northridge like us are getting pushed out big time.
1: The industry is just going down.
0: The property is going so, down dramatically down there. Right. It's really down. And that's something that Northridge is, uh, they're supposed to do a couple of different things, but it's sitting there. It's an eyesore. Mm-hmm. I remember it used to be like how Brookville Square used to be or how Mayfair Collection used to be. Mayfair used to be back in the day Northridge was a place to be at. Correct. So those areas And
1: Capitol Court.
0: Yeah, Capitol Court.
1: And Fondelac.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the it was a place yeah. it was a shopping area. Now is Capitol Court, is that part of District Four?
1: Yes, for the congressional district. The congressional. Yes.
0: What about Norfolk? Is that part of That's part
1: of the 4th Congressional District.
0: So that's what I'm saying. If you get in that Congress, what I
1: would I will make all those areas happen. Make something good. happen. They got to because those areas. Attract are cool. businesses, business owners, put in place laws where a regular person can say, hey, I want to start a small business. Okay, there should be funds available. You might want to reach out Project.
0: to Cynthia Lewis is the alderman in that district over there. She's been working on trying to get more business over that way in that development area. I've seen some development over the area by Northridge, but I'm not sure what detailed plans they have to try to really bring the area back up. Because Target mm-hmm. closed over there. Olive mm-hmm. Garden left about mm-hmm. a year ago. Right? What else? You know, Obviously, Northridge is down. Burger King burned down back a few years ago on Brown Deer. Oh, wow. So it's, but it's she not, has a congressman.
1: I will be working with all assembly people, the state officials, within my fourth congressional district to let's get together and make it happen.
0: Well, it to reach out to the Alderman, too, area also. Alderman, too. Yes. Got gotcha. you. That's gotcha. important.
1: And hold them accountable if they're not doing what they're
0: doing. If not look at the mm-hmm. detailed plans about the Granville business, it's the Granville Business Improvement District, you might want to look at it and see what they're doing to try to make bring the mm-hmm. area back up because that's, right. that's really important. Right. And right. then Capitol Midtown, you got two anchors sitting there. Lowells has been sitting there for years now. Right. Nobody in there. Right. And Walmart. Those are two big things that could be put mm-hmm. in for another business ideas we could talk about offline. That's bad. That's not good.
1: Well, one thing we do have, we have a president who believes in tax cuts for the businesses to get people started, get them going, and giving them incentives and breaks. But our president has been getting knocked on for the last two years, and I think he deserves another election uninterrupted. Jump on the bandwagon. Get on a sort of Trump train, and let's make it happen.
0: So you're saying either it's election Well, because of coronavirus is what you're saying. This is a different election we have this year coming up, too.
1: It's going to be one of the most important elections ever. Because we have a president who's not.
0: I I do agree with that.
1: He's not a politician. He's a businessman. That's very true. We need business development in our city. Who better to be the president for this city than President Trump? I'm just saying, putting it out there, because you can go to him and say, hey, help us develop our city. And nine times out of ten, he would do it because that's what he do. That's what he has been doing for a living. Now, compared to Biden, he's been there, done that, and ain't did crap.
0: Well, I'm going to say this. I'm not telling nobody who to vote for. No, I'm, I'm not either. But I'm oh, just no, throwing no,
1: it out there because
0: no, no, I you, people
1: need to get out and vote no matter what.
0: I was going to say the same thing. It's Pick important. Somebody,
1: how do you want your community to grow?
0: And that's why I brought you to the show because I want people to get your platform about your views about what you would do. And I would like to have Gwen Moore on here, but it might be hard for me to get Gwen Moore on here. She might come out. Yeah, I mean, I mean what well, I'm yeah. saying, but just to yeah. get you out there so people can make it a choice who they should vote for, make their own decisions. Right. Like the same for president. That's why you have opportunity to, but like, no matter who you vote for, it's important to get out there and exercise your right to vote.
1: Correct. You Correct. should not
0: be on the sidelines. You got to vote. You got to vote. It's you got to vote. Either way.
1: I ran important. against Gwen Moore in 18, and she beat me by 140,000 votes. Oh, wow. There's over 600,000 Eligible voters, the district. People didn't get out and vote.
0: Everyone didn't vote. I think this time, people people, need
1: to get out and vote to make the difference.
0: I was telling my parents the other night, my mother and father, I think people are not going to be on the sidelines this year. People are going to come out and vote at record levels. You got to get out and vote.
1: No matter what they're hearing, the news ain't always truthful.
0: Well, that's very true. We know that for
1: a fact. You got to get out and vote your conscience, vote your heart, Uh, try to vote for what's right.
0: I think it's going to be a record number of people voting this year. I, really, I think it's going to beat what happened back in 2008 when President Obama got first the press. I think it's going to beat that year of oh, eight in terms of turnout. I really believe that.
1: We went in turnout numbers for Obama because he was considered the first black yeah, yeah, yeah. president. And yeah, it was. <laughs> Whether he was to do a lot of things for blacks or not, they voted for him because yes, he was black. Yes, and even some white people said, hey, I got to vote for yeah, this guy. That's He's right. black. That's He's right. going to make a difference. He's going right. to bring change. That's right. And we, he sold the hype. He sold the hype. He won both times. He won both times.
0: He got reelected and a yeah. uh, nice margin, too. Yeah.
1: If we got to go beyond the height. We got to go for results now.
0: Results is about, it's try, was, it's it's about to, getting it's results done. Get, results get, are get important. Results. But, you know, change, no matter what happens, takes time for change to implement. It takes time to get things to go from one direction to the other, no matter what direction you want to go. It takes time. I think he even said that when he, he was president, he realized that it takes, in his first term, he realized that within the second year of his first term is when you're able to start seeing changes happen. If you're elected to Congress, you might not see change happen on your end until not your first year, maybe your second year by the time you offer re-election.
1: And right, it would be time for re-election. Because
0: yeah. it takes time right. to get things in the way right. you want to be. Like I said, for a, a football it's a coach of a sports team, if you hire a new coach, it, his change ain't going to happen to like the second, third year of him being coach because it takes right. time to get right. your system to implement the way you, you want things to be.
1: But you got to go in there running, meeting the other congressmen. Yeah. And you got to develop a relationship and say, this is what our country needs. Not sitting back, no, I'm not going to talk to you because you're a Democrat. I'm not going to say nothing because you're a Republican. But we got to go in there as people of the people.
0: Work across party aisles. You got to. And that's where it should be. A couple of things I want to talk to you before we get out of here. A couple of things I want to talk to you, and you break a good point. Uh, a couple of things. Got to ask you a question. What's your opinion about the Jacob Blake shooting that happened in Kenosha?
1: Well, I believe that a lot of these commercials that come on TV, we should have commercials showing people how to react to officers when they're pulled over to alleviate a lot of this, the shooting, a lot of uh, senseless killing. We do have, there are bad apples in every walk of life, okay? So if we conduct ourselves and we being showed through commercials or whatever how to conduct yourself when you're pulled over at a regular traffic stop or whatever, I think that would help alleviate shootings like Jacob Blake and the other killings that's been going on around the country.
0: Yeah, it's something's got to be done. It's just as sad as you think about it. When that happens, not only does his family suffer, Jacob Blake, he's still alive, but George Floyd, unfortunately, didn't make it. You look at, um, I was at Trayvon Martin. All the people that have died and who suffer, who have been wounded, their families suffer. Mm -hmm. And also the police officer, even though they do what they've done, their families suffer too. So both sides suffer.
1: We what? gotta become better human beings, be taught through commercials or however it takes, we have to conduct ourselves as better citizens.
0: I could definitely agree with that. Overall And
1: overall that would alleviate a lot of the senseless killings and shootings and even uh, crime amongst citizens. Let's become better citizens.
0: Okay. Next question I have to ask you. You got access to everybody who wants to know your probably want to know your viewpoint on this. What is your thoughts about the Black Lives uh, movement uh, that's going on right now? Black Lives Matters movement that's going on?
1: Against what is it? The, the injustice. Yeah, or in just in general. Lives- I What's mean, your- but that's nature of that organization. Yes, yes. Okay, we know if injustice is wrong. We all want justified living equally, and we want the best for everyone, right? But Black Lives Matter have been peaceful protests, but they've been infiltrated by looters, and all that, and that's not bad.
0: That's not. Good. And another it's, thing, it's the people. It's a balance. Sorry. Go ahead. What I want to say is, that, sorry, is that um, to by people who are coming outside to hijack the movement, which has done the violence. Because most people who do who protest are doing it peacefully, like you said. Correct. Also, there's a segment. This just came out with the George Floyd situation, with the riots, or not riots, but the protests all over the country that happened back a few months ago. Even now with Jacob Blake, unfortunately, there's been a segment of white area nation or skinheads who have actually burned down some of these buildings and looted some of these places, too. And they unfortunately have put on the backs of the people who are protest peacefully for this movement, which I think is wrong.
1: Yeah, they are taking advantage of a good group that was founded to stop police injustice. But it turned into uh, being infiltrated by bad characters, and uh, it's sad.
0: It is sad. I've seen the people, white people, people who are not black, who are white, Hispanic, Asian, are all coming together to try to save...
1: All over the world. And
0: that's a good thing to try to unite, the brain, that, to, that, bring, that is. to bring a, a matter to this matter, to point to this matter that's been going on for years, to try to bring in justice. I hope that that comes out of it. I hope this movement does not end when things do eventually settle down with the coronavirus. As a whole, we got to be the forefront of the issue anyway, to be honest. No matter what happens, if the world doesn't want to say mm-hmm. we don't want to agree with this issue no more, we got to still push the issue regardless.
1: Well, here's how i, ta- I got a take on that. For years, we've been hearing that the black man is the first civilization. We're the, the first, first human that walked the We're the first human that walked there. earth. So if that's the case, then it's up to the black race to bring peace. That's true. in this country. Within the world.
0: A civilization so or whatever.
1: Within civilization. So we have a chance right now, a chance in history to make that happen. And we need to let's adjust our lives and let's try to make it better.
0: Yeah, I can definitely get behind that If that's that the case, let's do it. Yeah, I, let's do I can it. definitely get behind that too. Before I leave, i got to ask you this. Tell viewers where can they go to, to check out your platform or what website can they go to to see your message or view it?
1: Yes, you can go to my website. It is timrogersforcongress.com. Okay. Or Tim Rogers for Congress, gmail.
0: If people want to go up, they want to volunteer for your campaign, can they also go to the site to sign up for volunteering too?
1: Yes. And also www.rogersforwisconsin.com.
0: Okay. okay. And you should be able to get
1: into the website, Facebook account, and the Twitter account.
0: That's good. That's good. Well, Tim, I want to thank you for coming to the show. I really appreciate you being my first guest on there, and I wish you the best in this upcoming race against uh, Gwen Moore. Thank you. Welcome, man. With that being said, listeners, thank you again for listening to a little special treat today with Mr. Tim Rogers. And until we meet again, y'all be safe and y'all keep it classy. I'm out.